you went surfing for the first time and your dad yeah. shredded was shredding out there right <laughs> but we were talking yeah. about how the surfing has a, a lot of analogies with um flipping houses like if you want to do it you just got to go for it but when you start out it's going to be kind of bumpy you might get hit by the waves a few times this this, this is the house flipping hq, HQ podcast. podcast now let's get flipping with your host justin williams justin Hey guys, what's going on? So Tara is out hanging out with her beef, her BFF, and the kids just went to bed. So we have some extra time to hang out. (laughs) When the cat's away, the mice shall play. So actually, I have something really cool that I want to share with you guys. For those of you that were at Full Pack and Live last year, know that during the event, I brought up this guy named Nate Eccles. And Nate has a daughter, an 11-year-old daughter named Riley. And he showed us a video. Of, you know, she wasn't able to be there because she had school. But she showed us a video of her saying that, you know, she's she listens to all the podcasts. She works with her dad. And how she wants to be an investor just like him and, and Justin and Tara and, and all you beautiful people out there someday and you know she really wanted to come and meet everybody so I was just really inspired by that I truly believe something I believe very passionately is we need to be teaching our kids more about entrepreneurship and taking control of their life and these opportunities and instilling that in them at, at a young age I see so many people who get to an age where they have to not worry about a family and, and paying the bills and they get caught and kind of in the rat race and stuff like that. And I, it's just unfortunate. And I think if we, more of us were like Nate and taught our kids these, these principles at a young age, that our society, our world would be so much, a, so much of a better place and our children would have such greater opportunities. Um, so I was really moved by Riley and and impressed with Nate and the way that he brought up his daughter. After meeting Riley, sorry, Nate, I can't give you a whole lot of credit. No, I'm just teasing, just messing with you. Um, but she really is a special, amazing girl. Uh, and so um, what we did is we were up there on stage and I said, well, why don't we do this, Nate? Why don't this summer we plan a trip and we fly you and Riley out here? Uh, you get to go to like Disneyland or wherever you want. We go to the beach together. We hang out and and we get to meet this amazing girl. So he was pretty excited, and then he told her, and she was really excited, and we were really excited, and it was it was awesome. So that meeting happened. That vacation, that event happened just a few days ago, uh, this past weekend. And tell you what, this girl is is awesome. So we had a blast hanging out with them. And on the first day, Riley said that she had some questions for us. And I knew that she'd been listening to the podcast. And I thought, well, I told her, I said, well, what if we have you ask us those and we record them and then we play them on the podcast? And that was pretty exciting for her because she'd been listening all these years um, or all this time, however long it's been, she's been listening. And uh, we did it. So that's what we have in this episode. Um, once again, I, I was just really inspired by her. She's an amazing girl. And I think she had some great questions. So I think you will all get a lot out of this. If you have kids, you should have them listen. Um, but, but it's just amazing 
the the questions that she has, the things that she's thinking about right now at her age. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Riley Eccles. Ah, ah, ooh, ooh. All right, let's go really, here. It was really <laughs> Wrong cool. Wrong cute little girl. So let's see, how did, how did your trip start off? Well, I was admiring all of the palm trees. No palm trees in Omaha? No. Nope. Can't. <laughs> Not one. They can't grow. Yeah. So and then the you were like freaking out about seeing a seagull, right? Yes. So that was pretty never, awesome, never right? Seen a seagull. Okay. They're so cute. And then you first time in the ocean. You seem you were like a champ. I mean, you are officially a surfer now. Oh. You caught two <laughs> waves that I saw. That's pretty good for your first time. Yeah. How do you feel? It was really cool. Surfer Water's girl. really salty. Too salty. I've never tasted that much salt in my mouth. <laughs> and then you went to Disneyland. Disneyland. First time to Disneyland, obviously, since it's your first time to California. Yeah. So what was that like? It was really cool. Was Mickey Mouse everything you ever imagined? Yes. There's so many Mickey's. We did get to meet Star Wars characters. Okay, that was that's really even better, fun. Right? Then the next day you went to California Adventure. That was yesterday. Yeah. So was that pretty and, cool? Yeah, my favorite ride there was Guardians of the Galaxy. My dad's ride too was his what do you was think, Guardians of the Galaxy. Pretty sweet. It was pretty sweet. It, pretty we epic. rode it three times. I I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty cool. And because and, you guys got to go early, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. uh, early Justin pass. and Tara put us up on the resort, so we got to get in early every day. And can't lie, that first hour uh, makes it worth it. Makes it. a big difference, <laughs> right? Awesome. And then and then we just went to lunch. Yep. Pretty, pretty cool place, right? Yeah. A little loud. We weren't able to... Uh, Ask questions. We weren't able to hear ourselves. Tara picked a pretty sweet location. It was rocking. It was a party spot. It was pretty... Yeah, we were, we were rocking there, right? So we decided to come over here, which is slightly less loud. <laughs> so how was the trip? Was it pretty cool? It was pretty cool. Okay. Was, what I was just, your favorite part? My favorite part was meeting Justin and Tara. <laughs> what? Oh man! What about me? <laughs> and the family! I'm like blushing now. I don't even know what to say. Well, our favorite part was meeting you too. Yes. Our favorite part of your trip to California <laughs> was meeting you. <laughs> so, um, you said that you had some questions for us. Yeah. Yikes! I do. How do you guys feel about that? Excited? Oh. You excited? <laughs> okay. So Riley says she has 12 questions for us. Yeah. You guys got to leave in like half hour, so you make your trip on time, right? Yes. Yep. Um, so what, first of all, before you ask us the, our questions, you're go you want to be a real estate investor someday, right? Yeah. Because your dad, your dad is your hero. Mm -hmm. You want to be like your dad? Yeah. That's no, I'm blushing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome, right? Yep. So you go and. Um, you record all of the, the videos that you guys do for the walkthroughs, and you, yeah. you're pretty involved, huh? Yeah, my dad holds the camera, and I just walk around all the houses and talk about them. Pretty awesome. Pretty smart, Nathan. Pretty smart. Hey, she's, uh, she's the face of the company, yeah. so what am I going to do? <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. So, anyway, we're super excited that you came to hang out with us, um, and we are ready for some questions. You guys ready? Yeah! All right, I'm going to give this camera to Nathan. I'm going to turn it around here. And can I just go in any order? or You can go in any order. Okay, because I didn't know if kids wanted to ask. You're Oprah. So, okay. Oprah, you're in charge. Okay. So, how much 
how much money do you make on an average deal? <laughs> wow. Okay, wow, these are these are good questions. <laughs> well, it, it totally ranges. I should more shoot for we shoot for a percentage of return. So our goal is to get about 15% return on whatever amount of money we have invested into the house. Okay. So let's say you buy a house for $180,000. Yeah. And you put $20,000 of repairs into it. Yeah. Our goal is to get uh, 15% of that. So what's 15% of 200,000? Oh. <laughs> I'll do it easy. What's 15%? You're just like my dad. He makes me do all the math. <laughs> oh, did you hear Brogan? What is it, Brogan? 30,000. 30,000. Because 15% of 100,000 would be 15,000. Yeah. So on a property, a project that you have 200,000 invested in, we want to make $30,000 from that. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because if you just focus on a certain amount of money that you want to make, yeah. what happens is, let's say you're in California, there's some expensive houses. Yeah. If there's like a More million. Omaha. Yeah. <laughs> if there's like a million dollars invested in the deal and your goal is to make 30000 what that means is the percentage that you're trying to make is really small. Uh, it's actually, in that case, it would be like less than like, like 3% or something like that. Actually, I think exactly 3%. So, what happens if the market adjusts like 3%? All of a sudden you lose, you're, you're, you can lose money, right? Yeah. So we like to focus on the percentage of return versus just the flat amount. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then the goal is to turn that money three times a year. So if you turn 15%, like so if it takes four months to rehab a home, this, these airplanes are loud. Yeah, they are. So if it takes, if it takes, if you can turn that money three times a year and you're making 15% on average, how much do you make for the year? What was your yearly return? What's 15 times three? Anybody? Anybody? Brogan, what is it? 45. 45. So if you can make 45% per year on your money, is that pretty good? Yeah. You know what's even better? If you can make 45% on someone else's money. All right? So if you're paying... <laughs> Hey guys, stop. This is live. You can't do this live. <laughs> so, no editing it out. <laughs> so if you're paying someone 12% on their money and you're getting 45% on their money, how much do you end up with? 33. 33% on someone else's money. How's that? That's pretty good. So that's what's so cool about investing. Well, 11 more to go. go. 12, yeah, I have to go a little faster this time. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll try to get a little okay. faster. Uh, how many people work for you? Like how much people work for you I don't know how to say this how many people work for no that's a good question how many people work for me well Andrew's one he's pretty stubborn though it's hard to you know I don't know if I say he works for me he works with me (laughs) (laughs) I got him to smile I got him to smile Uh, see that hat director he's like I'm the director I'm the boss all right so we have um people that like work for us and then we have like agents and we have contractors and all of that right yeah most of our students and clients and coaches yeah they have probably around anywhere from five to seven it just depends but when you when you start including like contractors and things like that yeah it becomes a little more because people work for them and then they work for you and then the whole company all that because we have paul davis working for my dad Uh and there's a lot of people that work for him so this is how mo- most companies will have someone who takes the call, initial call that comes in. That's a, like a lead intake person. 
so they're answering calls and just making sure that the person you're talking to people that you want to work with, right? Um, these helicopters are so loud. <laughs> it's right there. I know. Oh my it's gosh. Remember when we for your your birthday before the helicopter yeah, around here? And then you have the people that go on the appointments, uh, and usually people have like two or three, or some some have more, some have like five or six. I think Andy has like six six of those or so. And then you have the people who sell the properties. Those are called dispositions people. Yeah. Then you have your contractors. And then you have your project manager who manages the contractors and the jobs. Um, and that about that about covers it more or less. Yeah. But in my in my education business, I work with. Bill Allen works with me. Do you know Bill Allen? Yeah, uh, my dad talks about all the people that... Bill Allen works with me. Vanessa works with us there. Kyle, he's awesome. He works with us. And that's where Andrew works with us on that. All the coaches. Uh, all the coaches. We have five coaches. And... Um, Andy. Yeah, we recently hired like a, a marketing guy as well. Ben. So, I think that covers it. Oh, Jeremy. Yeah, we have a, yeah, we have sales guys. We have a sales... Uh, manager and then so but you don't need that many people to start out no. okay but you can do you want a lot of people to work for you uh, depends how many people are you gonna have work for you uh, maybe about as much that works for you okay I don't perfect. Know. I'll perfect. just see where it takes me yeah just build ease go. into it there you go ease into it uh, next question yeah next question <laughs> let's do this yeah. um try to beat your record yeah. <laughs> what is the most amount of houses you flipped in a year? A hundred and twenty. See, those are the kind of answers I thought. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's. We'll, we'll stick to yeah. those. Short and simple. Um. Uh, so when did you and Tara find out about real estate? All right, Tara. This one's you. You found out about real estate from your friend. Yep. So it's more your story. <laughs> she, she's trying to. She's pushing all of this on me. Can you believe that? <laughs> So we were actually, we just, we started a satellite dish business. Yeah. Uh, wasn't that in the podcast we were listening probably. to? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably in several. And yeah. we thought we were going to make like a million dollars. We had a plan all written up, right? First summer, we were going to make a million dollars. Yep. We were going to make a million dollars. I had proof. It was written down how it was going to happen and everything. I had a plan. And that plan didn't but go according to plan. Like money. Yeah. We lost ended up with $120,000 in debt. And um, why don't you tell the story, right? Yeah, you want to tell the story? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm interviewing you. <laughs> okay, so we ended up with a bunch of debt, and fortunately, we, we were able to pay all that off through a lot of hard work, do selling stuff door to door in the heat of Bakersfield, and we paid it off. And then we wanted to get into real estate, and I had the only person I knew, I didn't know there was all these real estate investing geeks. It was like they were in this little bubble, that they were everywhere, but I didn't know about them, right? Yeah, but I had one friend that I knew, he, he like did what they call like live-in flip but he only did like a couple he probably bought and sold like a couple houses his whole life yeah but i thought he was like the man you know and so i called him and he's like hey i'm listening to this call on this thing called short sales i had no idea what short sales were we listened to the call we were hooked we went to the seminar uh turns out this guy was a little shysty yeah like he hadn't really anyway he said he was doing the business when he really wasn't and we want a car that we never got but yeah. you know what? We took action and we made things happen and there was a lot of bumps in the road, but we kept going. Yeah, it's just how my, my dad and I are now. Yeah. Yeah, kept going and things eventually worked out. So, what were you saying, Nate? Consi I heard you say oh, it. 
consistent and persistent action. Consistent and persistent action. I'm like, yes, someone's listening to me. This is great. <laughs> All right. Next. Okay. Next. <laughs> uh, there's a two. Two-parter. Two oh, two did you just... So, 13 questions. <laughs> Bonus. Well, no, no, no. It's still 12. Okay, okay. One, cool. two, and one. Gotcha. How many rentals do you have? Oh, we have about... We had about 15. And then we've sold... We've sold, like, half of those this year. I say this on live, but... We'll make a really good income this year from all the rentals we're selling that we've had for a long time because they've gone up a lot in value. So, uh, did those rentals help pay for your flips? Um, like when you were starting off. Okay, so this is this is how it happened, right? <laughs> we for three years we were doing mainly wholesales, right? Wholesaling houses, and then we the market started to change, and this was before I knew everything that we know now, right? Yeah. And we started to struggle, and it was a really hard time. And I was talking to a guy one day, and he. Um, was talking about like rental properties and, and cash flow and getting out of the rat race and all that stuff. And I thought, that sounds awesome. We want to do that. So we don't have to worry about getting all these deals and stuff. Yeah. And so we started getting to rentals and within three months we purchased 12 rental houses. Wow. But then we ran out of money. Oh, <laughs> right. And I'm sure nice. Nate knows how that I goes. I know how right? that is. That's what got me over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> so we ran out of money and I did not want to sell them, but we had to. I was forced to do it, to be able to pay our rent. <laughs> I had to sell four of those houses. And from those four houses, we made more money than we needed to take care of these cute little fellas. Tara's pregnant with this guy um, at that when we started buying the rental properties. But we made more money than we needed to take care of them for a year. And that's the first time we were like truly like financially free for a year. And I thought, that's when it like dawned on me. I thought in one month, we made more money than we need for a year. What if we did that every month? Dad, that's something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun, right? So that's what we started to do. And we just, it wasn't easy, but we started, I thought, you know, um, you can create it. I knew you can create a business that will work for you. I've read books like The E-Myth and, um, and like, what's the other one? But the 4-Hour Work Week and stuff like that. So I knew you could create a business. I thought, why not do it with flipping houses? So people said you couldn't do it and I was like well I'm gonna do it anyway I was stubborn we were pigheaded and we went for it and then so in 2010 is when we bought most of those rentals and 2011 is when we sold the four and then that year in 2011 we ended up doing 60 flips wow. and the following year we did 120 and then the rest is history we moved to San Clemente uh bought you know bought a nice house kind of close by the beach and um I thought I thought it was I thought okay we're gonna semi-retire and I started to get really bored and wasn't feeling super fulfilled because I wasn't surfing and hanging out as fun but after you do it for just a couple months and you're not really doing a whole lot it's not all it's cracked up to be <laughs> so we had to start doing something else and that's when we started the house swing HQ podcast and house swing HQ and that's why we're here with you lovely people right yeah 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 So when did you and Tara start your podcast? Well, you just answered that question. Five years ago, October 2013. And that's when I started my singing career as well. <laughs> I don't know if I should believe that. Well, if you might believe that's pretty good. That, then I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> At what age did you start your first rehab? 
Um, so I've been re investing for 12 or 11 or 12 years. Like 11 years, and I'm 37. I thought I was 38, but Kara reminded me that I'm 37. <laughs> so how old were we? 26. 26. But that wasn't my first rehab. That was when we started wholesaling. It was about three or four years later that we started flipping. So about around 30. Yeah. There we go. Well, that answers my question. Um, okay, so here's the question for the kids. All right, kids, you ready? Yeah. Woo! Yeah! Yeah! So, do any of you want to be into real estate? And they all have their different... Kaysen might have to work for you, is that what you said? <laughs> oh, what do you think, Kaysen? Are you going to work for her? No. Whenever we no. play Roblox, I work for... I mean, you work... Wait, no. When they play Roblox, Britlin's building all the stuff and Kaysen's playing on it. No, Kaysen's <laughs> jumping off ramps with his bike. Anyway. On a hill. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> We're almost done. Yes, they want to they own their own business, though, for sure. Maybe not real estate, maybe real estate. Well I'm sure, well, to me, real estate is always a part. Whatever business you have, real estate should be a part of that. Of course, we, you know, we prefer real estate, right? But there's there's a million ways to make a million dollars. The key is to focus on one and then, regardless, invest in real estate no matter what you do. So, so I heard you had a Volkswagen, but you did have a Volkswagen bus. <laughs> we did. This one's Tara. <laughs> This is all you. Okay, so do you have a picture of your Volkswagen <laughs> bus? I want to see it. I do. I don't have it here. Oh, is it like? Wah, a, wah, wah, it's wah, wah. It's baby blue. <laughs> it was cute. It so was. It was really. Tell the story ride. of the Volkswagen bus. In two seconds, basically, I wanted one of those really cute old school surfer Volkswagen buses, right? Yes. So I went online to eBay and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get one. These are so cute. This would be so awesome." I don't know much about cars. I still don't. So I looked online and I found this really cute one and it had a TV inside of it. It had plaid curtains. It had like white leather seats and they shipped it from, I think, Idaho. Yeah. We got it and drove it and it was like a death trap. <laughs> <laughs> when we it's started, scary. like exhaust like came out of the vents in the car. You pushed on the brake and it was like you were pushing. Yeah. There was no electric anything. It was hot. We aren't car we aren't good with cars. We don't fix things. <laughs> Except for you think we would, right? Because we flip houses, but we let other people do that for us. So. Yeah. So it sat in our garage for what, a year or so? Yeah. Then we sold it to a good friend and I will never buy an old car again. So we bought how much did we pay for it? We paid like eleven or twelve. We sold it for Seven or eight? Yeah, it was the best four thousand dollars we ever lost. Oh my God. It was enjoyable for me. I would never get bored in the car. I could just watch TV, even though it didn't work. And you could lay down. On the couch <laughs> I, say, I don't think you like ever. We drove it like once. So. Yeah. Wait, so, so if you my, buy a car, oh, drive it first. My mom. Don't just buy it. We, when we were at school, she picked us up. I'm like, what? What is that? I thought she was like using her friend's car or something. But it was kind of interesting because just how you can flip and wholesale houses, the guy who bought it from us, I think he wholesale, maybe he flipped it to someone. Oh, I think he might have fixed cars. it up. Yeah. <laughs> so it's he all, had all the knowledge to do that. He had the knowledge to do it. He was obsessed with these cars. Took we didn't. Everything. We didn't really care. So we became a motivated seller. <laughs> that's right? the lesson of the story. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the lesson of the story. Exactly. <laughs> there are motivated sellers. Yep. You can flip more than just houses. Yeah, they didn't mind losing money I on the deal. I flip pancakes. 
Grilling Grill Grill pancakes. pancakes. I'm really I taught someone how to one. flip cows and chickens before. Chicken nuggets. Because it's all about understanding the return on your investment, right? Yeah. But he wanted to grow his business, and I said, okay, tell me, how much do you buy a cow for? How long do you have to feed it? What are all the costs involved? What do you sell it for? And I figured out how long, from the time he buys it to the time he sells it, what his return was. I'm like, that's an amazing return. I said, go pay someone 10%, borrow some money. Dude, and now he like exploded his cow flipping. And then the chickens, if you think the cows were a good deal, the chickens, the return on those were insane. So you can flip everything, anything. I say cow tipping, cow flipping. It's kind of the same, but you have to go further. No, yeah. <laughs> you have to use a big spatula to flip, flip the cows. Yeah. Just okay. kidding. <laughs> so, here's a big question. All right. My dad and I listen to these podcasts. This is not the last question. This is the second to last question. Oh, okay. Okay. But, how is Jenny doing? <laughs> how is oh, Jenny doing? She's doing well. She's doing really well. Yeah. She, she yeah. yeah. So, I have, an, I have another sister who started a... I'm trying to wait for that plane to leave. She started a swimsuit company um, called Janella Bay. So she makes swimsuits, which is awesome, and their yeah. business is blowing up. Yeah, and so Jenny is now working with them, and she's learning a lot of the ins and outs. So sometimes people, you know, sometimes it takes a little longer. Your, your dad and I were talking about you went surfing for the first time, and your dad yeah. shredded was shredding out there, right? <laughs> but we were talking yeah. about how surfing has a, a lot of analogies with um, flipping houses. Like if you want to do it, you just got to go for it. But when you start out, it's going to be kind of bumpy. You might get hit by the waves a few times, mm-hmm. right? Nate, what, what were you saying? You can you can elaborate on a little bit, right? So you, I mean, sometimes you got to have a 12-year-old teach you how to do it because uh, I had never surfed at all. And so, you know, first you learn how to just balance on the board and that takes some effort. And then you learn, all right, now you paddle out and, you know, oh, got a little coaching. Hey, you're too far up on the board. And so then I back up and figured out how to paddle out there and then it's, well, how do you keep from flipping over every time a wave comes by? So then I kind of got that down. And then it was, how do you talk over these planes? <laughs> uh, so then it was, how do you turn around when the wave is coming at you so that you can then, like, swim in the same direction and try to get up on it, you know? And how do you get up on your knees and then get yourself up? So there's, like, all these steps to it. And the biggest lesson I learned about surfing applies to real estate. You can't learn it all in one day. Yep. <laughs> Yep. And you're probably going to need somebody to coach you through it to uh, to get the whole way there. Because it would take a lot longer for me to figure it out on my own than if I spent time with these guys for a few weeks and they got me up on the exactly. board. Exactly. <laughs> so for me, it was kind of interesting because I, with that surfing analogy, I tried to surf when I was younger, but I didn't know that, oh, I should probably start with a longboard or at a beach that's not super crazy or a board that fits me. I was trying my cousin's board. It was tiny. And I just sunk. And I think that's what a lot of people do in, in life or in business or real estate. They, they watch a TV show and they think it looks exciting, but they don't get any help or they don't take the right steps, you know? Um, and sometimes, like, you start something and then you, like, maybe you take a break. Not that you should take a break, but maybe you do because you get scared or don't know what to do. Then you get back at it, right? And that's how surfing has been for me. And now I'm a pro. Just yeah. kidding. I'm not really. <laughs> Well, to me. Okay. To you guys. Okay. I'm just kidding. No, you are a pro. You're a good. All right. You at least well, got up. Yeah. Dad didn't even get up. Yeah. Well, here's a question <laughs> that's Next not... time. Next time. I'll push you next time. Okay. Here's a question that's not on my phone, but 
so you did you have a coach or listen to podcasts when you were when I got going? State? Yeah, so I didn't when I was there was no podcast that I, I'm sure there were, but I didn't know there were when I started. Um, I wasn't aware of all the opportunity that was out there. I just knew the one guy that I mentioned, and we went to his seminar, and then we surrounded ourselves with enough people, and we did what I call felt for it fast, right? We just, we just took crazy action. We went for it. I came back from that seminar, and the next day, what did I do, babe? She said, it's just because it's loud. Why? Because the plane is so loud. What? I went, and I went door knocking, and Tara said to me when I was leaving, she's like, what are you going to say? And what did I say to you? Like, I don't know. I'll figure out when I get there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I had no idea. Do you think I was scared? Uh, yeah. I was. I was a little nervous. But my desire to be successful and to learn the business was so much greater than the amount of fear or anxiety that I had in, inside of me. And I knew if I left that house, I would, could not come back and say I didn't do it. Yeah. I had to do it or I'd be pretty embarrassed. <laughs> I came back to my wife who was, you know... We didn't have a lot of money, and we were trying to make things happen, so I had to go for it. It's paid off. Last question. All right. It's actually about surfing. Oh, okay. <laughs> we probably covered it. <laughs> uh, how did you and Tara feel about surfboarding for the first time? Surfing. Tara, how did you feel about surfing for the first time? So it was exciting and fun, and then I got beat up all at the same time. She's going to get back going this week, right? <laughs> I was like six. I don't remember my last time. You were six, huh? Yeah. Actually, Jason was like, did you get up when you were six? Get I up on the board? I was on um, well, what I remember is my mom was on the sh- in the water on the shore and my dad was up there. And then they just like pushed uh, me back and forth and was yeah, like catching waves. <laughs> kind of like how they did to yeah. me. So, anything else? Hey. No, nope. it was just what? a pleasure meeting you guys. Hey, why don't you give him your uh, news? Oh! <gasps> I'm gonna go to flip packing live. Yeah! Woo! That is so funny because I was on just gonna break. ask that. She's on fall you break. You are during that week, dude. All right. <laughs> How about this? I'll fly you down, and of course we'll give you a free ticket. Right? My dad. Did you already get tickets? I already bought tickets. We'll reimburse you. <laughs> I just, this is why Bill's in charge. Sorry, Bill. Because I always lose money. <laughs> I don't lose money, but I give things away. <laughs> Sound good? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, anyway, we'll hang out when we're there. Can we sing the theme song even though I have no clue what it is? Yeah, what is the theme song? Oh, you said she I don't no know clue what it what, is. What are you talking about? The, the song that she said she knows. Oh, she's talking the about the intro to the Amen a Millionaire podcast. Yeah. Well, is this even going to Amen a Millionaire? <laughs> well, it doesn't. Yeah, it's all good. Anyway, we'll skip it. We'll skip it. We'll skip it. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah, yeah. Bye, we're going to miss you. Bye, we're going to miss you home. Bye. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed that special episode with Riley and her sidekick, Nate Dog, and that you were as inspired as we were. I mean, this is an incredible girl. I mean, if you have any fear or hesitation or reservations about taking action, I mean, an 11-year-old is doing it, right? No excuses. In fact, she just sent me a video today uh, saying they, they got a contract, a house under contract today. So if an 11-year-old girl can do it, you can do it. Oh, and she's going to be at Flip Hacking Live this year. Yeah, it's going to be so-
super cool. So anyway, once again, Riley, it was awesome meeting you, and I cannot wait to see what you and your dad do here in the near future and what you do in your lifetime because you are going to take this world by storm. All right, guys, that's all we got for today. Get out there, take some action, make things happen, and just like my homie Nate Dog said, consistent and persistent actions is what will get you there. Until next time, love y'all. Go make it happen. Go now. What are you waiting for? Get out there. Go do it. Just do it. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.